0: I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your
1: cycling performance? Yes.
0: I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Oops! The Podcast. I'm Francis, joined by Julio. How are you?
1: Yo yo yo, dude! How you doing?
0: Good. I'm all right, (laughs) recovering a little. Yeah, you were shoving tequila drinks down my throat last night.
1: I I really get a lot of satisfaction out of the heavy pour.
0: Yeah, what they they got heavier and heavier.
1: Uh, Dude, you know me, bro.
0: By the third one you (laughs) handed me, I felt like I was eating the drink.
1: You know me, dog. You know
0: where you have to sort of grind your teeth to get through it. Uh, That's how much. That's how much tequila you put in that thing.
1: So a little backstory: Last night ended up turning into somewhat of a dinner party. So the way it started, Ashley Hasseltine, our good pal, and I had a show together. So I invited her over for drinks before, uh, and uh, myself and Hillary and Francis and his girl have been meaning to do a dinner together as well. So literally, like right after I made that plan. Uh, your girl and Hillary were texting and they're like, Oh, we're like, all right, let's do it. And then we were like, we can't, we can't not invite Reyna. So now it just becomes this big dinner party. So we're like, all right, dope. Um, and
0: Raina brought her boyfriend, which
1: we didn't actually know. We didn't know that he was coming.
0: Oh, Oh boy.
1: No, no, that's, that's completely, that's something worth talking about. Raina has carte blanche. She's allowed to do that. It's not a big deal at all.
0: Is that because she has so many followers on Instagram?
1: No, it's because, I mean, dude, that's not why. It's because she's been, those girls have been very good to us. Yes. And they can do, if they want to bring extra people to dinner party, they can do that. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. That's good
0: to know because I'm telling you right now that if I had invited them to my own dinner party and uh they had shown up with friends or or guys uh <laughs> that i had not invited i would have needed you to remind me hey remember how much they've done for us <laughs> this is okay <laughs> and i would have said oh yes come on in you're That's right funny. you're absolutely right
1: so this is where that became potentially a little problematic in that i feel like we under ordered
0: this is such bullshit i
1: feel like we under ordered food because we ordered and We ordered from a really good spot, you know. what I mean, the food was good, but I don't really good really Via carota. Yeah, it's a in very. York.
0: If you've never heard of it, it's sublime.
1: Yeah, it's like very very solid Italian food, um, and it's easy to end up with like a mediocre Italian meal here. There's just so much, there's so much uh, inventory mm-hmm. that there's, and but there's a few standout places, and this is one of them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we ordered a bunch of food, whatever, and I felt like having an, an additional person made it not enough food but that's on us like you always over order hillary always says this you always get more than you need uh and she was sort of like worried that we were in a classic situation where we had a bunch of alcohol but no food mm-hmm. and she always says that that's the worst party to be at
0: mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean i could not disagree more really yeah. I, I feel like no i'm not really no i'm not okay and here's here's the thing, all right, so they ordered let's 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 lay it out, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> this was what you guys ordered you ordered what three pastas, three pasta entrees sounds right, you had a full chicken entree
1: I believe it was a it, yeah, a full chicken entree, but it wasn't like a rotisserie. but it, was, it was the was
0: like, chicken entree it was a
1: large piece of chicken, yeah, it was the chicken entree it was yes. the
0: chicken entree, yes, then you had uh this lovely sort of wilted greens. Sort of sort of a broccolini broccoli rob broccoli
1: rob situation. yeah uh,
0: appetizer side, but that was that was bountiful.
1: Yeah, I thought it was pretty Yeah. Big.
0: Um then you had uh some heirloom tomato sort of onion appetizer. You also had uh what what else? Oh meatballs. The, the meatballs, and then you had this big bib salad yeah. sort of thing, mm-hmm. which was huge.
1: Yeah, that was big.
0: Um thank God. Was that everything? No,
1: then there was one more side of vegetables. And that was it,
0: though. Okay, so that for seven all of people for seven people, right? And keep in mind, three boys, four ladies, because mm-hmm. um, that does make a difference. Objectively, women seem to eat less than men. True. So, um, we are tucking in. Everybody's passing this around. It's as if you know it's a total dinner share situation. Mm-hmm. Like we're the Lost Boys and Hook, and uh, it was very nice family style. And we're eating. We're eating. From the moment the food started getting passed around, both you and Hillary were worried there wasn't enough food. That's true. And you started talking about needing to order an additional pizza. (laughs) As soon as we were done with this food, we're going to order a pizza. Now, when I have someone in my ear telling me as I'm eating, we're going to order more food, it makes me hungrier. I'm not really sure why. but But I think, okay, we got to get through everything right in order to make space for this additional pizza. food that we're going to order right we're we're going to we're going <laughs> to this is just act 1 and and we're going to clear everything and then there's going to be another round mm-hmm. so let's you know make sure we cover everything because here's the thing if we hadn't finished everything then people would have said oh we don't need to order that pizza uh,
1: dude, uh, we were going to finish everything it's, and that's fine you know what I mean like it wasn't like we didn't uh, i feel we didn't order enough food maybe not by much by enough that i felt bad about but do, it
0: but do you see the thing is that the reason we finished everything was because i, I ag- finished everything i
1: don't agree with that yeah no, okay fine that's that's fair
0: i went around and i, I, I as if they were there were like four dishes that still had that's 10, that's 10 to 20 percent of their original amount remaining that and is like true. a dog I went around and finished each and every one. That is true. Sure, when sure. they
1: were cold. But dude, but you, you like burn thousands of calories a day. Like you need to be fed. But I'm just what I mean?
0: eating for the sake of making <laughs> life easier for you guys. There's something I have. a I have a real problem with throwing away food. And by the time that I went in to finish all of those little things, mm-hmm. they had been sitting there for tens of minutes. That's okay. Untouched. Okay. okay. So they were not they were not a continuation of my hunger. It was a, I want to make sure we've gotten our money's worth. Mm-hmm. But because I finished it and everyone was having a lively conversation, you were getting up, getting drinks, all of that, people missed the fact that I was polishing off <laughs> cold, <laughs> crusty, uh, sort of ossified food. Check I think in. that's the right word. Uh, that's our million-dollar word for the day. For Check the out day. ossified. Um. That might not be the right word, but that's sort of where my brain is, is going with this. So you and Hillary. Yeah, what do we, we got on Turn that
1: into bone or bony
0: tissue. There it is. There it is. developing. Yeah. Ten sort points a- for
1: Francis. That's like, do-do. Remember what's part? <laughs> not part in the interruption. Around the horn. Do-do-do-do. Yeah. You're just yeah. getting points.
0: Yeah, getting points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, the, the food was, the, the bins, the, the things were empty because I have a problem. not because you guys didn't order enough food but then we went and did our spots yes my girlfriend stayed with your girlfriend to hang which
1: is so fun i love that and then
0: you came back and what happened
1: so on the way back so hillary was like i'm hungry so as a nice little surprise i ordered a pizza as i was coming back to the house and then within five minutes of me getting back the pizza arrived and we fucking smashed it
0: do you think that she was hungry because she didn't eat her fill out of uh, some, you know, of the original meal because she saw that I was eating so much? Definitely not.
1: I think that, you know, like if anything, maybe she, since she, like she is a person who who prepares well typically for stuff. So in a situation where it's like, is there enough food? Even Even if there ends up being enough food, I think that she's kind of just like, okay, I am going to go take it easy just in case type of thing Mm -hmm. there's a chance that that contributed but dude when we have a bunch of drinks like ordering a pizza is not crazy it's not something that we don't do okay you know so i put in the pizza order for whoever wanted it
0: well you you so often compliment me on my hosting skills and last night the amount of food i put away made me worry that they my hosting skills do not translate to being a good guest (laughs) It was rude how much I ate, dude. It
1: absolutely was not. It
0: was borderline Every, rude, dude.
1: Everybody was done, it myself was included. We were all done, and I'm I'm happy that you feel like you ate a lot because I was worried that you would not feel that way. I so, feel like I
0: catalyzed you, a late night pizza order.
1: <laughs> no, no, dude, definitely not. Uh, I was drinking a lot,
0: <laughs>
1: uh, and we all were. And dude, Raina, so it was funny because everybody kind of switched to wine at one point, and Reina kept drinking cocktails. And dude, I fucking was putting reina to the test dude because i I made her a drink and i was like let me know if that's too strong she's like oh it's not too strong i was like oh it's not cracks his fingers five (laughs) drinks later she's just drinking buckets of tequila oh my god and ice Uh, what
0: were you putting in those things they were nice gentle pink i made a a little
1: i made a little like i don't don't know if anybody here has gone to the u.s open but there's this thing called the honey deuce i wasn't making that but like i noticed that they put a little touch of something in it to make it pink so I was just making tequila sodas with but with raspberry uh seltzer and then a little raspberry lemonade.
0: That's a nice the signature nice cocktail gentle, for the it? night, you know what I mean? How uh Golarati household It's no uh, Francis
1: cocktail. Oh, get
0: get out of here. I
1: I feel insecure uh, Francis is hosting about uh Living up to like what Francis deems to be acceptable. Hosting.
0: It, it, it's borderline uncomfortable where I, I'm trying to get up and do some dishes when I'm at his place. And he's like, sit the fuck down. And everyone's like freaking out. He's like, I, I'm like, hey, you know, you won't let me touch a drink. He's annoyed that I brought wine. You know, all these things. He's like the debt. I still owe the debt. I'm like, get out of here, man. No, you don't. Um,
1: I just like, you have a good time, dude. We
0: had a fantastic time. I'm glad. I'm glad. All of this is to say that we had a blast. We had a good time. Out of nowhere. I know. It was a fun wasn't night. expecting it to it be was, as fun. Yeah. I, I, which isn't to say I wasn't expecting it to be fun. I wasn't expecting it to be that a fun. A bash. No, totally. Dude. It was a bash.
1: So it's funny. I had a couple moments. So... I was like surveying the alcohol. I'm like, we have enough alcohol, right? I'm like kind of looking around. Okay, okay. So we had a bottle of white wine in the fridge. We had a bottle of red wine in the fridge. I didn't realize it was a bottle of red wine in the fridge, but it was because it was opened, whatever. It was a nice bottle of wine too. But so everybody comes. I'm like, okay, I think we have everything. The one thing we didn't have was cold white wine. We had one more bottle of white wine and then we had ordered two more that that showed up late. I threw them in the fridge, threw one in the freezer, was trying to get it there, poured Sierra uh, glass, and then- I saw her very subtly go get a couple ice cubes, oh. and it, de- it, it, it destroyed me, dude. How rude. <laughs> no, it's not. It's rude of me for no, not preparing.
0: It's, that, I can't believe she did that. No,
1: dude. I and, sorry, sorry if I said her name, but dude. That's okay. I, I, uh, I was like, God damn it. I fucked that up. I should have been more prepared. Not the end of the world. Uh, but I, I gave myself a couple demerits there. I was like, boom,
0: demerit, demerit. You know, you you gotta, you (laughs) gotta know that people are just happy to be hanging out with nothing, right? That group would have been happy with nothing. Right. Right. Just to talk. So then from there you added an incredible dinner from an amazing restaurant that I've never been to. Really? I've never had their food before. Interesting. But I've been meaning to. Yeah. No, it's good for Um, sure. Um, then you added awesome cocktails and if the temperature of the white wine was 5 degrees below her desired temperature <laughs> you know what that we people can live with that that is what it is i would not have had the the gumption to go fetch wine cubes excuse me ice cubes for the wine i wouldn't have done that that's funny but you know she's particular no
1: good for her dude she should have what she likes she's the best Mm-hmm. Um, well, dude, I don't even know if we can talk about this right now because I think she's close by. Let's,
0: let's talk about it quietly. Okay. We have to talk about this quietly. We're going to have to talk about this very quietly. <laughs> so <laughs> lean funny. in and turn up your volume and we'll promise, we'll we promise not to shout. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay so. so this is a secret between me, Julio, Chris, and then all thousands <laughs> of listeners of Oops the Podcast. Well,
1: but by the time, yeah. Anyway. So Francis walks. This is
0: through. so funny. This is so funny. funny. <laughs>
1: Francis Francis had told me that he was getting Sierra uh,
0: US Open tickets. As, a, as an anniversary present.
1: And he didn't tell me it was a surprise, but that's fine. I wasn't about to like share that information. But when he cuts to the apartment, he goes, hey, dude, just a reminder.
0: I, I, pull, I pulled Julio in tight. <laughs> he pulled me aside. I had a little conference with him <laughs> over the sink. Yes,
1: over the sink. When he got to my place, he's like, dude, just, uh, just so you know, it's a surprise. So don't say anything.
0: Yeah, and the reason I said this was that Julio had gone to the U.S. Open the day before and had waded home through the oh, yeah. insane rainstorm. I'll tell that story, which after I'm excited this. to get to yeah. once we can bring the volume back up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that doesn't need to be a secret. Yes, um, correct. But but they were talking about that your 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 journey home through the 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 waters yes. of New York.
1: No, no, no. This is what happened. The t- tennis was on TV.
0: Oh, that's it. That was it too.
1: So maybe both. Okay, yeah. sorry. It
0: was everywhere. Tennis the was everywhere. Okay, the, the US Open, Open was on was was TV. In our face. Yes. And I thought to myself, my God, Julio's gonna let this slip. Right? <laughs> so I pulled him aside and I said, Julia, just so you know, it's a secret, it's a surprise. Yeah. Don't don't mention it. He goes, I got you, man. And then he did the <laughs> lips are sealed symbol. He literally ran his closed, zippering fingers across his mouth as if to say no secrets are going to be spilled out of this ziploc bag of my mouth okay fast forward 15 minutes probably yeah. we're sitting at the table and what did you do okay
1: so we're with the tennis is on tv and at one point she goes i would love to go and i go I go, well, aren't you? (laughs) And then I just kind of go,
0: he was halfway through saying, aren't you guys going on Monday? I
1: literally just said, well, aren't you? And then just sort of like looked off into the distance like I was senile. I
0: saw him do this. And I remember thinking, there is no way. That after I specifically told him not to say anything, he still came within a breath of spilling the beans. Oh, my God, dude. It was
1: so close. Oh,
0: and we started laughing. And then it's one of those things where, okay, now we can bring the volume back up. Okay. (laughs) Then it's one of those things where, you know, we're laughing at a dinner party of seven people and <laughs> nobody knows why we're laughing. And then we kind of look like assholes yes, for like we having have some a side joke. laugh. Totally. And this happens to us yes. a good amount <laughs> yes. when we hang out in the wild. We can't help it. We just have too much rapport. We talk so much to each other that <laughs> we can convey messages with very little wording. And it's funny to us. <laughs> and it can come off, I'm sure, as aloof, rude, Clicky. little like nine-year-old girl yeah. kind of whispering to each other type thing. Um so, yeah, so I, I, I was imp- impressed with your restraint to reel that back. The cover may be blown. We'll see. I was so
1: close to fucking that up.
0: Either way. Um, so funny, bro. Really good, really good night. Then we went and did our spots, uh, and that was fun. Yeah, it was a good time.
1: Yeah. So, dude, when when I came back uh, and Hillary, our girls were hanging out, We should, we were talking about tennis, and... You know, she like I know that that your girlfriend has been training and getting really good at it. Um, or yeah, Im, she's Im, fully she's, she's improving and yeah. she's really into it. And she was sort of like saying things, and I was sort of like w- in, trying to like have a conversation because obviously I know a shit ton about tennis, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so she was talking about the different serves she's trying to learn, and I kind of am, I become really hyper aware of the idea of like mansplaining in general. Mm. Um. The just like I'm really afraid of doing it, so
0: yeah. But I feel like I'm an
1: expert, so I really had things to share, and I can clarify things that she's saying. And I I felt like I was being helpful, but I wasn't sure if I was if it started to just be annoying.
0: Oh, listen, dude. I I I think the the very important distinction I have come up with about mansplaining is that if the person you're telling it to doesn't know the information, it's just explaining. Why does it, it's not mansplaining.
1: But it can be. Like, like if the person doesn't know the information, like how how do you know they don't know the information?
0: That's my point. And that's if you key. start telling someone a story or explaining something that they already know, it's their job to stop you and say, I already know this.
1: Right, no, if it's fair.
0: Or I've heard this story. Or, yeah, I'm an expert, I get it. And at it. that
1: point, you're supposed to get the cue and, and be like, stop. oh, got it, okay, cool. Let's yeah. discuss. Okay, that's fair. Because, dude, she was talking about how she goes for different lessons with different people, and they teach her different serves. But you're supposed to have many serves in your arsenal in theory. You're supposed to be able to hit a flat serve, a slice, a, a combination of both of those, a kick serve for your second serve that you can always get in. Uh, and I was trying to like explain that, and then I was like, fuck it, my man. This way. And then I felt really bad, and she was explaining that she loved the grip on your dad's racket. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of talking about over grips and everything, so I bought her grips. I bought nice. your girlfriend a gift.
0: Which, by the way, grips, you- not to be confused with the <laughs> slang term for guns, <laughs> uh, which is not what they bought. But thank you so much. She told me about it and she was so excited. That's so.
1: And how, how do you feel about that? Dave, was that an overstep to buy someone else's girlfriend a gift? No. I don't think so either. No. I didn't feel I, weird about I,
0: it. I I really appreciate it. And then, <laughs> speaking of money, as we were in the car on our way home, I asked her do you think I should offer to pay Julio for some of that dinner? No. And she said, no. And I said, you know, why not? Because, because you guys had ordered. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, you know, when people order or whatever, and she was like, it was a dinner party. That's the way they presented it. It was a nice thing. He will be insulted if you do. And I was like, absolutely. And okay, that's it. I didn't, I didn't even think about it anymore.
1: That's, but, yeah, that's but fine. thank
0: you <clears throat> of officially
1: dude of course it was our pleasure we had a great time it was so fun to have people over
0: in in for this incredible meal we had yeah um back to back to tennis yes actually back to mansplaining okay i would hope that my girlfriend has the confidence to stop you if you are explaining something that she already knows i think she
1: definitely does. i know that she does but i also know that she she is she can like brush things off it seems like so i feel like she could also theoretically just let me rock and not get offended about it
0: i just think i would hope that she would say she wouldn't just sit there and say like oh i'm going to let him finish cuz i'm a woman and he's a man <laughs> she's pretty direct no exactly usually, like yeah. that to me you know that's not how that should play out and i don't think it would um but yeah dude i mean you know she's you were a tennis instructor right explaining to a new thirsty tennis player thirsty for tips intel knowledge of the game yeah i mean that she could have she could have soaked that up for for weeks dude yeah so that's
1: good that's good yeah i'm happy to hear that yeah well dude uh it was a lot of fun um i hope that people did eat enough and you know instead of ordering the pizza we could have always just fired up a bowl of magic spoon Dude, you could
0: have I don't think anyone would have had a problem with that at that time in the evening
1: I, dude I really feel like cereal is a sort of evergreen meal yeah in a way it's a
0: universal good like um, like Schindler's List <laughs> it, can, it can it can be eaten Chris don't laugh that's a holocaust movie <laughs>
1: It can be eaten for any anything. It can be eaten as a meal. It can be eaten as dessert. It can be eaten as breakfast. Mm. Um, and we really love it, dude. I mean, Magic Spoon's great. It tastes like your favorite childhood cereal. has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories a serving. It is the whole free, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. You can build your own box. available uh, The available flavors uh, to build your very own custom bundle are cocoa, Fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, and maple waffle. I feel like every friggin' time we do a read, they're adding more shit.
0: It's so it makes me excited to eat. Dude, we absolutely
1: love it. Uh, and it's great that we have brought or they have brought back the cookies and cream and maple waffle. It made them into permanent flavors per your requests. Very exciting. Go go to magicspoon.com slash oops to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try it today. And be sure to use the promo code OOPS at checkout to save five bucks off your order. That's magicspoon.com slash oops, promo code oops to save five, five bucks. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% guarantee, so if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. So remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash oops and use promo code oops, five bucks off.
0: Love nice. It. Nailed it.
1: Magic motherfucking spoon.
0: Love the spoon, man. Glad they're back in our lives. I know. Dude, so
1: speaking of the US Open, man. Yeah. Uh, we went. So a friend of mine, this guy Zach, who uh he reps tennis players. He's like, he does manage he manages uh, actors and shit too. He has a couple people at the tournament. He brought me and our buddy Ricky Velez to the US Open. Mm-hmm. We get there. We're having honey deuces. We're drinking. We're having fun. And we're in the stadium, and the stadium's closed. Now, the Can I sta- pause
0: you? F- I'm so sorry. Sure. I've had the honey deuce. It's very sweet. Is it, is, it not? Yeah, it's very sweet. Okay.
1: I still had five of them. But okay. Yes, yeah. it's very sweet. It's too sorry. sweet to be drinking five
0: of them. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: um, So we're sitting there, and in Arthur Ashe Stadium is so big that there's this constant echo happening. So even though it's raining extraordinarily hard, apparently, I just thought that the sound was was louder because of the stadium. Mm. So I thought it was normal, hard rain.
0: He says apparently because the it has a retractable roof, which they had obviously yes. closed for the rainstorm.
1: Correct. And this is the night where New York got smashed by Hurricane Ida, apparently. So earlier that morning, dude, I just heard, oh, it's going to rain today. No one was like, it's literally going to be a hurricane tonight. Yeah, I just heard hard rain tonight. It's definitely going to rain. Whatever, I'm going to tennis. There's a roof. It's fine, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was going to be a hurricane. So we leave the stadium and we're trying to get back to our car. And dude, like we try five different routes and each one, we would have to go up to our waists in water to get to the car. That
0: is terrifying.
1: Dude, our waists. So we start like walking along the side of one of the courts, like holding the fence, walking by. I look to my right. There's just a goose. (laughs) There's just a fucking goose. I'm serious, dude. I posted the video. There's like, there's a goose swimming next to where I'm walking. I was like, this is crazy. So we're kind of navigating. We're trying to figure it out. Zach knows the grounds really well. So we're like walking, trying to figure it out. And at some point, and I wore shoes specifically for the weather. They had like, uh, they were the converse with the plastic toe. Mm. So my feet are good for now. I'm like, this is great. But eventually we get to a point halfway through the journey to the car where we just had to accept that the water is going to be above our knees. So we're now walking with water above our knees to try to get to the car
0: were you worried about stepping on something you couldn't see
1: no i was worried about a power line going down and electrifying
0: the water and killing you as matt damon's young son was killed in the movie syriana
1: wow that's that's a fucking yep pulled that out of your you didn't, back see that didn't see that coming see that coming no Jesus. but dude yes yeah, so I was it was I, I wasn't like and during crises i tend to be pretty calm I don't like think about all the stuff. I'm like pretty present, and then afterward, I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Like, I th- mm-hmm. I, so that's I think that's good. I I think that that's a good quality that I have. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah. we get to the car, which happened to be parked underneath a bridge, which worked in our favor in this situation because it, what the area wasn't flooded. We were worried that the car might be flooded. We're like, "Oh, we should be good." We take our shoes off, get in the car. We're like ready to rock and roll. As we attempt to get out of this out of the stadium, dude, we just saw complete mayhem. Like we saw cars that tried to like drive over the center area to go back on the other side of the road, stuck good Samaritans out of their car, pushing the cars, trying to get them out. Like you'll make a left turn to get on the highway. Like literally we made a left to get on the Van Wick and there was just a ravine and past the ravine, there was like two or three cars that attempted to go through the ravine and it killed their cars. So now there's just cars in the middle of these entrances to the highway. Dude, we saw Fifty cars like that, at least. This is a ten-mile drive. Five zero cars. Jesus. The the craziest moment. So like we we then Ricky's from Queens. So this is funny. Zach driving. Ricky is from Queens, so he knows some back roads, and I am just sitting in the back, being like. <laughs> Yeah, Yo, if you guys want to pull over and bake out the car, I'm down for it. Dude. Like I, <laughs> I wasn't adding much value to the situation. Uh-huh. So anyway, we, Ricky's like, we need to go on Queens Boulevard. Like, that's the best way. Mm. And in the center, there's like not going to be water. And that ended up being true because like on the outer lanes, they're just completely flooded. There are cars underwater, underwater, dude. I can't remember the last time I saw that. No. Hurricane Sandy. Maybe.
0: I've ne- I've, but that's the thing. People were referencing Washington. it. I don't remember this happening in Hurricane Sandy. Yeah, no,
1: in like Tribeca and stuff. Like I remember the people I was staying with, the, the guy's Jeep train Cherokee was underwater.
0: Wow. Which is crazy. Anyway,
1: I saw cars underwater while we're driving in the center. A moment finally came where this guy is outside of his car talking like he's, he's just decided he's going to be the guy. No one is going past this, this part because there's just too much water and there's nowhere to go. You can't go because people were driving the wrong way on roads. Like we did that too. We would drive onto the other side of the road to avoid the water with oncoming traffic coming. Jesus. But everybody knew at this point, they're like, all right, this is a little bit of a puzzle. We expect cars to be coming.
0: And people are going slowly, I'm sure. Yes,
1: yes. So it's okay. We're, We're all working together. There are some accidents. There's some dead cars, whatever. But we finally end up in this situation where Queens Boulevard, it's like the inner lanes, the outer lanes. You can't really go in and out between the two except for specific points. So now there are fences on both sides of us. And there are cars behind us. There's nowhere to go. And we're like, are we just going to sit here for a few hours or are we going to try? We're like, fuck it. We're going to try. Mm. So what Zach does, dude, there's a, uh, a curb and next to the curb is a guardrail. And there's probably five inches of the area. He puts the left side of the car up on the curb and we start driving along the curb. Wow. With one, with two wheels in the water, two wheels on the side. And, and this is a, a car that's low to the ground, too. So we're like, we're fucked, dude. Like, the mm-hmm. car's fucked. Finally, the curb ends. And now we're just, like, behind this taxi. And Ricky's like, bro, stay behind the taxi. Get in the whatever it's called. What is it called? Like, the wake? Get in the wake. Get in the wake. So now we're just, like, directly behind this taxi in the wake. We get through it. We fucking get over the Queensboro Bridge. We're back in the city. There's The rain, The water isn't as bad. And we just we just think we're the shit, dude. Yeah. Like, fuck, yeah. But, dude, it was surreal. It was like, what a crazy That's scary. Night.
0: That is really in- insane and scary.
1: Scary. And dude, Hillary was sleeping through it all. And the night before, this crazy thing happened where this guy came over to our friend's house. She went to bed early. The guy ends up fainting. Ambulances come. Police come. All the shit. She's sleeping for that too. She just slept through back-to-back crises.
0: Wow. Yeah. I but- wish I could sleep as well as she does.
1: I, so i don't know that she necessarily sleeps well like she wakes up in the middle of the night but she goes down initially
0: mm, mm-hmm, and back mm-hmm. to
1: back nights she completely she had no idea she even called me half sleep she's like where are you i was like oh i'll be back soon
0: yeah boy do i have a story for you <laughs> that's what you said to her
1: <laughs> i didn't say shit but the, dude,
0: whole, the whole time you were talking about queen's boulevard i was thinking of that uh fictitious movie made by vincent chase In the Entourage series, uh, the movie was called Queens Boulevard.
1: Dude, you want to know what's funny about that? It felt like a movie plot because earlier in the night, Zach was talking about that podcast that Doug Ellen does about Entourage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, so we were talking about Entourage. No way. And then all of a sudden we're like, we got to get back to Queens Boulevard. Yeah, I am Queens Boulevard. Literally, dude. What a wild time! So I hope nobody, none of our listeners, died that night. It was people did though, man. It was bad. It was it was was, yeah. I walked barefoot into my apartment building on the street of New York.
0: Jesus, dude, it was crazy. Do you um? You know what would be in my mind the vehicle for those when when that happens, flooding? A, A jet ski.
1: Yeah. No. Totally
0: you know totally a jet ski would have fully because they don't they don't go deep in the water yeah. uh and you don't need much water to get around on a jet ski. it would have worked and sometimes i think maybe i should keep a jet ski in my apartment
1: <laughs> just,
0: just in case we need a getaway vehicle that's your getaway <laughs> vehicle keep it gassed up right that's your helicopter when you can't helicopter
1: dude that's funny that's i mean you live close enough to the water too that it's not crazy
0: Get to the jet ski. I'd love to have a jet ski in my in my linen closet. <laughs> I think that'd be a pretty uh, lots of utility in that. <laughs> uh, oh baby! Well, I'm glad you got home safe, man. That's a uh, that's a harrowing tale.
1: Yeah, it was crazy, man. Um, Well, dude, it's funny. Like you guys are celebrating your anniversary at the beginning of next week. So are we. Like ours is around roughly around that time. It's just funny how like. Is that the specific date?
0: September fourth.
1: Okay, yeah. Ours is like September, I guess eighth or tenth. We don't know specifically, but like we are celebrating. Actually, no, we're celebrating the following week. Sorry. Yeah, and Still. you're,
0: and you but it's also your three year anniversary. Yeah. crazy. What do you think? Uh, what do you think the expectations are for that?
1: <sighs> well, it's funny, man, because Hillary said that she felt really bad listening to our episode when I said that if I proposed there was only a 30% chance that she would say yes. She's like, I felt really sad for you. She's like, you really think I was like, it's that low. Well, that's
0: comforting. I thought so too. I was that's, like, whoa, that's buoying.
1: And she also laughed at that moment. Cause you said that your girl thought you were going to propose in the hotel room. And then I told a story about her, Hillary going, what are you doing? And we never addressed that. We never talked about it, but she oh. was laughing. She's like, I was dying listening oh, because funny. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Um so I guess dude the, so to your question the expectation is changing for sure like wow. it's going from being a new relationship to being like me proposing isn't crazy.
0: It sounds like if you did based on her saying that she would say yes.
1: Right? It is sounding that way.
0: So you're now in you're now in the strike zone which is a nice place to be in but it very quickly can go from being, wow, I feel like okay, I've got I, I've got a yes, I've got a I've got it here. This is an affirmative relationship to um it it not being funny. Basis nice. loaded, full count. Yeah. <laughs> of like, why haven't you right, said right, it? And right. with you know, this sense of urgency. This is something that happened last night at the dinner where we were talking about podcasts obviously and um i don't even remember we we were talking about hours and and sort of what we talk about and hillary chimed in and said you guys talk about proposing all the time and my girlfriend went oh (laughs) because she she doesn't listen to the podcast (laughs) but she doesn't know that i just told the story about the champagne glasses in the hotel Right, 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 So she probably thinks we're on here plotting and scheming. Oh,
1: interesting.
0: So, you know, I almost want to be like, just so you know, it's all hypothetical. (laughs) 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 There's no concrete plan in place.
1: Well, dude, I know you rave about going to therapy. I, in the past, too, have ever had really good positive experiences with it. Uh, And that's why we're pretty excited that we're working with a new company called Talkspace. Mm Mm-hmm. Which basically allows you to connect with a therapist digitally, um, and do what you would do normally, but just via your device.
0: Yeah, it's it's a really cool company. Uh, I, I was sort of checking them out, and uh, you know, I think one of the hardest things about getting into therapy and starting therapy is finding the right therapist. Totally, because there are so many options. I know, and true. you don't know based on Yelp reviews who you're going to connect with, and you want to get help as fast as possible so it's tough to sort of shop around and try different therapists but talkspace actually makes it pretty easy
1: dude totally and yeah. and you can send and receive unlimited messages with your dedicated therapist in the app schedule live video sessions with your licensed therapist from anywhere uh you know whether you're experiencing depression anxiety any other problems talkspace is the number one online therapy platform to help you sort through any issue mm-hmm. thousands of licensed ther- uh, therapists are there available to match with uh, talkspace therapists are experts in dozens of specialties. Um, so you can start feeling better with a single message. Uh, match with a licensed therapist when you go to talkspace dot com and get one hundred dollars off your first month with the promo code OOPs. It's a hundred bucks off when you use the code OOPS at talkspace dot com. Check it out.
0: That's that's a that's a good thing. That's a good thing to have there, I think.
1: Yeah. Dude, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. It's a good place to be, man. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. Like during wait, what
0: what's the word? Well, we woke up and we had a little bit of a rough morning. She you guys did? Yeah. What happened? You know that I'm no good with, we've talked about this before, but let's let's reopen this can. Okay. Um, so, she her alarm went off at maybe 7.30. Mm-hmm. I've been waking up early this week. I've been waking up at 7 every morning. Wow. Because I just had a lot of stuff that I've had to do and I need the extra time. But today, uh, you know, late last night, I had a late spot. I didn't go on until twelve. Oh wow! Um, and it was supposed to be eleven fifteen. Show got bumped, uh, so I went on at like twelve. Got off stage at twelve twenty. Didn't get home till one. We yeah. had a bunch of drinks at your place. Yeah. So you know, it was it was a heavy weeknight. Um, and I have a huge day and a huge weekend. Uh, today, you know, we've got. I've got a lot of work to do. we have to record the pod. I like to be fresh days that we record. Then I have to have dinner we're, we're having dinner with her aunt and cousin. Then I have three spots tonight. Tomorrow I have to go to the on the road to Springfield, mm-hmm. uh, Massachusetts for two show for a show and then on Sunday we have a a wedding in New York City. On Sunday? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then on Monday, we're going to the U.S. Open. So it is a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah,
1: September tends to be a really busy month here. Yeah. Probably just for everybody in general, but in New York specifically, the weather's so nice. Exactly. It just uh, is a really popping time.
0: So I was looking to sleep maybe to 8.30 this morning. Mm -hmm. I thought I needed a little extra, you know, coming in late, all that. Needed to catch up and ready myself for this weekend. Sure enough, her alarm goes off at 7.30. And what does she do? What? She snoozes. Ah, yes. No movement. Snoozerino. Now, her alarm goes off. She hits, you know, delay or snooze. I don't know what her snooze interval is. Mm -hmm. So not knowing when the alarm is going to go off again is what prevents me from being able to go back
1: uh, to Isn't it always nine minutes? Why is it nine minutes and not ten? We can talk about that later. She
0: right might here. have... But but she may have done multiple alarms. Oh, got it, intervals. got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. And I don't know that. I feel like that's a girl thing.
1: My girl does that too. I don't do that. I set one alarm.
0: I set one alarm. Yeah. And when it goes off, I get out of bed. Interesting. But that's out of respect for my bedmate.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Whoever whoever's alarm goes off first has the obligation in my opinion of getting out of bed
1: interesting dude yeah we don't do that i feel bad now i torture my girl with this like mine is first my alarm was bands that make her dance bands of Make," and she hears that and she's like are you fucking serious and it just keeps going off because i'll snooze sometimes too and then i'll play jokes on her she's like god i hate that song let's get down to business you know yeah. so i've made that my alarm now <laughs> just to like fuck with her let's
0: get down let's get, get down, down to business. Um, i to hit the snooze one more time what is this
1: okay so sorry yeah. i interrupted you
0: <laughs> no i i cannot go back to sleep if i don't know when what her plan is is she gonna get up with the next alarm is she getting out of bed and so you're sitting there i'm lying there she is now luxuriating in in the you know the bed with her fucking mask on and no 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 movement there's no sign that this the day has begun and then you just ask yourself well why did you set the alarm for that time why didn't you just give yourself more time Mm -hmm. do you enjoy this half awake sort of limbo moment of (laughs) does that help does that help you wake up right do you
1: uh i don't necessarily enjoy it but sometimes i just can't get up dude and, like, a night like this, a night like that. Like, today, I set my alarm for 8.30, and I got up at 9.
0: Got it. Are you... I re- and I just, didn't did Does the alarm much- go off, and then you have your phone, and you're just goofing around on your phone for half an hour? No.
1: I mean, no, 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 no. Once, if I'm resetting my alarm or snoozing or whatever, I am not looking at my phone. I'm, like, going back to bed for nine minutes. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I just can't... I can't yeah. I can't live like that.
1: I mean, yet the, your system sounds more efficient.
0: But 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 that... <laughs> Listen, dude, I, I, my, I'll set my alarm earlier than hers, and it will go off. And there will be days where I wish that I could snooze or I want to snooze, mm-hmm. but I don't, right? Because I don't want to fuck with her. I want her to get as much consolidated sleep as possible.
1: Very nice of you.
0: This doesn't seem to be a two way street with uh, with with her.
1: Okay, got it.
0: And 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 she knows she knows that it's not something that is you know something that i do well with but i think sometimes she just can't help herself she's sleepy she goes back to sleep whatever it's it's fine i'm the asshole here i get that but
1: why is it not a two-way street then what do you mean like she like she
0: she will have her alarm go off first and not get out of bed right whereas if my alarm goes off first i automatically get 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 out of bed and close the door as quietly as possible and then leave the bed chamber in peace (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean got it yes i am as silent as i possibly can in exit in 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 removing myself from this sleep haven
1: so was this the first day you addressed your
0: no it happened earlier this week too okay so this is the second time so i'm lying there waiting for her to get up or to you know whatever she doesn't so i realize, okay well i have to get up because i'm not gonna be like i'm too stressed now not knowing when her alarm's gonna go off again (laughs) how much more time (laughs) There's something about knowing, like if I knew my alarm was going to go off again in 20 minutes, then I would be able to kind of catch a few more mo- moments of sleep. Right. I'd be able to fall back asleep. Well, you just don't know. No control. I have no idea what her intervals are. Right. So I can't. <laughs> and I don't know what her intentions are if she's going to get out of bed. So I just get out of bed. And now I'm angry. <laughs> Starting my day mad. Yeah. And no, that's, that's never how you want. But Long I go upstairs. The and then she comes up uh but she 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 reads my energy incredibly well she knows that i am something's off something's not right and um <laughs> i i said uh she said you know are you mad and i was like no no i'm fine but i said it like that mm-hmm. and then i'm just i'm exhausted and i feel like a shell uh because of this and She goes, is it because of the alarm situation? I was like, yes. And she goes, okay, that's why you're mad. And I was like, whatever, yeah. But we're still okay. And then she's in the kitchen and I'm on the couch. And I don't even know where this came from. But she said something like, actually, you know what? I'm not going to tell this story. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to get us all the way there. No, you can keep you can keep all of the all of the other stuff about the that, but the end here is is she said something that was like very, very sort of like offhand about like uh went about having children that mm-hmm. and, and the timeline of that, which I did not see coming at all, and it was kind of a joke. But at that moment, it like I sat right up and I was like, "Wait, what? <laughs> and it was her bringing out the big guns, Wow, yeah, And she definitely won that fight, and not a, not even a fight because soon after we had our coffees in our hands,
1: and what kind of coffee were you drinking?
0: Brooklyn Roasting Company, oh, yeah, was the only thing we drink. <laughs> Dude, I was drinking the mocha Java, that's the one they sent me. I think it's called the mocha Java. It's the mocha mocha one they have, and it is so. Good.
1: it's really good i've had have, that one the too. Mo-
0: have you had the mocha one yeah we have it's that. like it's a little chocolatey as i guess mocha always does it's not mocha there's right. no chocolate in, in yeah, it but it the sounds- beans themselves are like mocha flavored or whatever and it is rich it's really good and smooth and delicious oh
1: were you guys God. able to de-escalate after you had your first total six yeah. joe
0: well we went out and we sat on the on the on the deck and you know the sun at eight in the morning right now in this oh, temperature, man. the last couple of days it's Dude. just been absolutely glorious. Getting into fall weather
1: in New York, like it's very rare to have a day that's hot without unbearable humidity. It just takes a natural disaster, apparently.
0: Yeah, because and,
1: the two days following that crazy storm have been crisp and beautiful, and it feels like you're in fucking San Diego or something. Seventy four. Yeah. dry. It's it's, amazing. it's the
0: perfect weather for a nice cup of Joe, and we love the Brooklyn Roasting Company you so much. Uh, get on board they have an incredible coffee of the month subscription club use promo code oops beans you'll get five percent off your order also check out their incredible coffee peanut butter which we always talk about ooey so gooey good. golly glop it's incredible uh go to brooklynroasting.com promo code OOPSBeans beans five percent off enjoy it dude i love it oh this is what it, you know what i'm gonna tell the whole story <laughs> I'm gonna tell the okay, whole story.
1: Okay. Everyone's so psyched.
0: I'm gonna I tell guess. the whole story. Well, because now I finally just remembered exactly what she said, and it's funny, so it's worth telling. So we're she know. We're, there's this. There's a little bit of steam between us, right? <laughs> there's a little bit of steam, and uh you know, I'm lying on the couch, and I have a moment of self awareness where I'm like, you know what, I gotta, I gotta, chill out. So I, I tried. I offered a peace offering, which is that I said, you know at least these wake ups are training. I feel like you're training me on how to be a, a father of a young baby by like <laughs> constantly getting me up at different hours, having to get out of bed when I don't want it. Open a can of worms. And, uh, and she goes, and, and she goes, well, you've got a lot of training left to do <laughs> at least eight more years of this. And I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> And I'm not getting any younger. Meaning like, oh. she said something like, you need at least eight more years of training. Meaning like, you're not getting out of bed the right way. I don't know why I'm explaining the joke so much. You guys got it. <laughs> but uh, but then she went, I'm not getting any younger. Oh, man. And I was like, damn, ouch.
1: Dude, there's something, there's something piercing about that sort of comment. Like even I've heard the comment like, I don't know, like, like for example, if if Hillary's family makes some kind of comment that assume that makes the assumption that we're going to end up together, mm-hmm. and then she'll she'll kind of be like, don't she'd be like, that's like a good thing that they think that, and I I just like if I don't say anything, she goes, why do you like not think we're gonna? She's like, she's like, if you if you're planning on not, like, let me know now because these are like my best years. <laughs> <laughs> some version of that. I'm paraphrasing, yeah, that's, but
0: that's good.
1: But but there's something about the idea of like. I'm not getting any younger or these are my good years or like what anything sort of like that. That's just kind of like, oh shit. Like you just feel this immediate pressure, even if it's said in jest or in passing, mm-hmm. you're just kind of like, oh God, that's like super profound or something. Yeah.
0: Well, there was this hint in this joke of, you know, her saying you're not ready to be a father, mm-hmm. which is an incredible, um, that is a very cutting. It's a burn moment for sure, dude. And I don't necessarily think she's even wrong. But to hear it from someone else is puts you, stops you in your tracks. It's a humbling thing to hear. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But by the way, (laughs) you know, if if teen mom taught me anything, (laughs) it's that I could do it. These teenagers on MTV that don't that end up having children, and and are you know get, get they don't kill the kid, <laughs> right, right? right? They they pass, right? For better or for worse, they pass the test. I'm in a better position than those goofballs, potentially those teenagers on MTV.
1: And dude, how many times have you heard this phrase? I don't know if this is just a thing in my circles, but like the amount of times I've heard friends of the family or even family members say. You're never ready. Nobody's ever ready.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. They always say that. I think you'd be fine. Yeah, you just adapt. I think you'd be fine. That's pretty exciting.
1: mm. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software. um, dude, I have a quick question and then I want to do an email. Hillary and I were waiting for a ferry in Greece, right? And we were killing time. We had nothing to do. We suddenly decided that we were going to do a thumb war. Oh, um, and that's cute. You know, people have different versions of the way they do these silly games, like rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Some people do rock, paper, scissors, says, shoot, which is insane.
0: Yeah, those things don't talk.
1: Uh, <laughs> rock, paper, scissors, says, shoot. What the fuck is that? Anyway, she, the way she thumb wars what blew me away. So how do you, when you thumb war, can we thumb war? For, Let's thumb war. So how do you typically begin a thumb war? One,
0: One two, two three, three, four. I, I declare, declare a thumb, thumb war. war. Does she go bow, Dude, kiss, yes? fight, click, clack? Do you know about that? Well, you know, there were some kids that were a little fancier <laughs> than others. That's <laughs> she, an upper class move.
1: So yours is even crazier than hers. Hers is kiss, bow, begin.
0: Yours, kick kiss, bow, what the fuck? It was bow, kiss, fight, Click clack, oh my! And then God. within three seconds, someone had cheated and used their oh, helper. The, the sneaker attack. The sneaker, and then and then you're just like trying to rip your arm away, and you know you can't because the person's a bully.
1: Yeah, that ruined the game. That move ruins the game. There's either. no
0: integrity to thumb wars. There isn't. Yeah, yeah. no, but that's so funny that you that she game. did that because to me that Blew speaks of a that that speaks of a classy upbringing. <laughs> yeah
1: my humble beginnings i never got that far yeah you and war. the
0: neighbor the rough the rough shod kids <laughs> around the neighborhood on their rusty bikes <laughs> were coming in and just diving right <laughs> into thumb wars with no no respect for the preamble <sighs> dude that's to the thumb good. war
1: diving right in dude that's unbelievable yeah um dude so we have some some funny emails excellent that, that we could enjoy here please we either do one or two depending on i liked the what that have. person
0: said where where you say often on the podcast, oh, yeah. you say, uh, Well, I've got something for you. And I say, Please. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that? Do you know that I do that? I, I don't even realize that. that I'm doing it these is. things. That, that, that's a nice little thing that we do. You, yeah. do,
1: you do it too. To, you both do you it do both it ways. Yeah. It's fun. Dude. Do you say please? Is that what he says? I don't think he says please, but he says something along those something lines. Something, Julio. Yeah. yeah. Not, He's got not, not as, as polite. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right good um, All right, well, bring us these emails okay we'll do so we have there's one what, positive vibes on the podcast yeah, today, shit, huh? dude, wait shit. one second i just want to bring up you were
1: bragging about hanging out with julio for like 25 minutes at the beginning and I, i'm not okay with that i just wanted to bring up i was <laughs> hanging out with julio for 12 hours on saturday so i just had to get my two cents in there and we hung out till 4 a.m and you would have passed out by 1 so i just had to <laughs> oh slight God. you there sorry
0: holy
1: <laughs> chris fucking with the fire dude Boy, coming in hot yeah.
0: In, enjoy enjoy your christmas bonus from julio <laughs> i just uh decided to take the year off
1: chris got fucking chris came in hot dude i you love know, it. these
0: guys are always post now they're posting they post these buddy pictures together and then they <laughs> tag me in them like an asshole dude you
1: want to honestly know why because the if i post a picture with chris I get like twenty replies that are like, "Dude, Francis is gonna be pissed, dude." Yeah, you that's know so what?
0: Funny. It's it's okay, okay, it's fine. When they're hanging <laughs> out, I'm sleeping, and that's what's gonna make me stronger.
1: Sorry, I just had to humble you really quick.
0: Make sure I was humbling. You know. I feel very. i I feel assaulted right now.
1: Yeah, guys, settle down, guys.
0: Shell shocked. Down, right guys. as I was, was saying positive vibes on the podcast, Chris. Was know, like, Wait it was a second. it's probably not hot. a good time for that. <laughs> Chris came
1: in hot, dude. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we have a couple. Of, let's do. We have two like short ones. Let's do those. Um, so this is one that is actually something worth discussing. That is a very interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so here we go. Um, so I recently moved to a high rise, and my building has a very nice gym, and it has everything I personally need to get a good workout in. There seems to be a very common theme, though. Every single time I use the gym, there are one to two individuals with horrific bo. Hmm. Like, is this because it's a technically a free gym? Would it be any different at a lifetime or a crunch fitness? I don't know who's to say. Here's my real debacle. Do I have the right to say something if there's a real stinky guy ruining my workout experience by getting his BO all up in my space? If so, how would you possibly relay that without making it sound utterly horrible? Uh, thanks in advance.
0: Oh, man. This is a tricky one. I don't think you can say anything. I agree. Um the, the gym. The, the problem with body odor is that people who have bad body odor don't know that they have it Mm. because for some reason we don't smell ourselves
1: it's such an odd thing i
0: by the way i i remember learning in chemistry class in high school some i think the teacher told me that that humans have become so adapted and accustomed to our own smell that we don't understand how bad we actually smell and that it's entirely possible that we Whoa. all carry an absolutely horrific odor, but because we're so accustomed to it over the course of you know millennia, that uh, that that we don't smell it anymore. So
1: animals might think we're, we smell disgusting.
0: It is possible. Wow. <laughs>
1: the same way that like we think cows smell disgusting they don't think each other smell disgusting yes exactly wow dude that's crazy Whoa, bro
0: yeah Whoa. i hope i have that right cuz that's a that is a very very back recessed uh library row of my mind that i pulled that factoid from and I feel like I might have totally taken liberties with it. But, that's you know, wild, dude. I do no, think that there was something like that. That's crazy. But but there's definitely truth where, you know, that that people that have really bad body odor, they don't seem offended by their own smell, right? Cuz right. it's not as if they woke up one morning smelling h- horrifying. So here's the thing though. That grew over time.
1: Here's the thing, that, that is true. However, I do notice sometimes in the gym it, it's a little bit there's there's things that make it more uh, prominent. One of them being You're wearing like a cut off shirt or something. You're wearing stuff where like your smelly things are out. But also I think that there's this this uh, point of view that I'm going to the gym, I'm gonna get gross. Why would I shower before I go to the gym? And maybe like you really needed a shower before you came to the gym. I don't know about you, dude. Like I will sometimes shower before I go to the gym. Absolutely. I don't wanna be all gross and groggy and
0: like Yeah, you know. I like to I like to start fresh. And then see where it goes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, and I think that honestly, the lifetime cr- crunch comment the only reason why it might be less prevalent is because there is more space in those places and you can get away from the BO guy, whereas your apartment building gym is inevitably probably pretty small.
0: That's a good thought. It's also possible that people are more self conscious in going to a public gym. Uh, so they do clean up or put on deodorant for that. Whereas if you're just taking the elevator down to the, the, the gym in the building, right that's the kind of roll out of bed go you know that's very true too. A workout thing yeah That's
1: very true too what if you go passive aggressive
0: and get one of those nose clincher things
1: and walk into the
0: gym and then
1: <laughs> just be like, Oh God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't yeah i don't I, that's pretty funny. i don't think i don't think you can say something to someone that lives in your building i don't right?
1: either it's like sorry that i because you can just be like this is just how i smell dude and then what are you going to be like dude no but you smell extra bad you should do something about that. I'm just ha, saying, dude. Has
0: anyone ever told you, you know, a stranger? Has anyone ever said to you you smell bad?
1: No. Has anyone ever said it to you?
0: Yeah, one time.
1: When? How?
0: Yeah, I was le- coming home from Oktoberfest. Have I told you this story? No. Oh my god. This is great. So I was I was a, cherry on top I was a junior in college, and I went abroad my fall semester to this town called Monton in France. It's the last town on the border between France and Italy. Got it. So I, in the mornings I would run to the Italian border sign, smack that, and then that's cool. That's so fun. It's kind of cool. Um, Do you ever step over just to play with fire a little bit? No, because you had they had a they had like a toll, you know, a, oh, yeah, a, a yeah. customs booth thing, and all yeah. that. Um, but the it was a beautiful run. It was on the French Riviera. So we were sick. twenty minutes from Monaco, forty five minutes from Nice. All that it was great um and it, and it was this cool place called Sciences po which is uh science politique uh it's like the political science university in france their main campus is in paris but they had a satellite campus in this town on the french riviera which focused entirely on studies of the middle east mm-hmm. which is what i was studying in school so i went there and focused on this which was, was cool i mean all the Students, I was the only American, most of the students were from like Algeria, Morocco, mm. Lebanon, Syria, Francophone Egypt, countries, mostly. Saudi Arabia. You know, yeah. it was like a lot of kids from the Arab world. Um, yes, also from North Africa, but Arab world whose parents wanted their kids to get a Western education. Yes. Uh, but with a focus within, you know, somewhat of, of their own world. So it was really cool. I had a good time. But I would also take the weekends. I had two very close friends who were studying abroad in Florence. And we would meet up in various European cities for all kinds of fun activities. Oh. We went to Oktoberfest, obviously, in Munich. And, uh, you know, have you ever been?
1: I've been to Munich. I have not been to Oktoberfest. Oh, man. But I've been to the beer gardens. Like, I, I can conceptualize what My it's Oktoberfest like.
0: Oktoberfest is like, I, I I would never go again. It was too, I had, it was I had a great time, but it takes years off your life <laughs>
1: just drinking 30 we, ounce beers see, the first the day
0: we we went yeah and the beers are like nine percent fucking huge yeah. and they're stein so it's 33 ounces it's basically you know three cans of bud light is 36 ounces uh this is not far off from that in terms of volume mm-hmm. but it is tw- the beer is twice as strong as a bud light so one stein at these tents equates to almost six bud Lights. Jesus, dude! Right, right. Just because of the alcohol percentage, the right? alcohol percentage in Bud terms Light's, of how much a Bud it fucks you up. A
1: Bud Light's like five percent. Yeah,
0: four and a half, five percent. Dude,
1: yeah, it's literally six beers. Holy yeah. shiz! Dude.
0: Just about six beers. So one, Shh. you order one of these things now. Lit. Dude. Everyone warns you. They do warn you. I mean, even the flight attendant on the plane in that I took to Munich was like, "You're going to Oktoberfest. Just know the beer is a lot stronger.
1: You're gonna get tuned up, kid."
0: <laughs> but the first day you get there, you're so excited. You're so amped. You've heard so much about this incredible beer festival yeah. that you go to the tents early to get your place. We go to the Hofbrow tent. We're there at 10 a.m. We order our first round of Steins. I'm trying to go slowly, but all the tables around us, there's, there's 10,000 people in this tent.
1: People are in lederhosen, yeah. just fucking knocking back. these, like,
0: And they're all from different European countries. The Netherlands, Italy. You know, it's so cool. And everyone's got some sort of homage to their home country. They're singing their songs from their, they're drinking songs from their country and you're at the neighboring table and they raise a glass to you and everyone starts chugging and you're like, ah, fuck it. So you start chugging, you don't chug the whole Stein, but you chug a third of it, which is two beers. And in the first hour and a half that we were there, I think I had three Steins because I was so excited. Damn. So in an hour and a half, I had 18 beers. (laughs) which is like too much for me. And it's,
1: just, it's too much for anyone except like Andre the giant. Yeah. Right? By
0: 1130, I was in trouble and I have this, a M. Yeah. I have Jesus. this self eject autopilot where I, <laughs> I know that I'm past my limit. There's nothing I can do. I'm not going to recover. So I need to go find a bed and I leave without telling anybody goodbye. The, <laughs> we were staying at the in the basement bedroom of one of my dad's like business friends' <sighs> daughter's apartment. And she's a you know, she was at work mm-hmm. with and she's like a respectable person with a husband and you know, they had let me and my two friends just crash uh. in this, in one basement apartment uh you know, bedroom that had an air mattress and then one regular mattress. So I call her while she's at work. And I'm like, I'm in trouble. I need to come home. She's like, all right, where are you? I'll come pick you up. And I just named, I just looked up and saw the street signs.
1: You're like the tree next to the big tree. (laughs) She leaves work,
0: comes and grabs me, brings me home. I instantly threw up in the sink. She was like, please don't throw up in the sink, throw up in the toilet. I'm like, (laughs) noted. And then I passed out from like noon until six in the morning the next day. Oh my
1: God, bro.
0: Yeah. So I missed the whole second half of the first day of October, but by the time that I woke up, I was so well rested that I was very excited for round two. And we went back to the tents on Saturday, but I, I made a vow to pace myself. So on this day, I was like I was drinking a stein every you know every two hours. It was warm by the time I was finishing, and I was alternating waters, making sure I ate. All of that, really pacing myself. And um, by the time like 9 p.m. rolled around, uh, I was like, okay, well, now I can sort of take the, the governor off a little bit. And <laughs> sort of picked it up. The, the This incredible band in the middle of the tent is playing all these incredible drinking folk songs. We're drinking. We're having a great time. Uh, the, the The tents close down, and we go to a nightclub uh, where there was this... 80s cover band singing the baywatch theme song and the lead singer was shirtless in a red bathing suit with one of those like lifeguard buoys that's they love on the, the Hoff there dude it was incredible dude and we're having a, t- a great time <clears throat> we we go back at, late at night we crash the next morning i have my early flight from the munich airport which is an hour outside of the center of town mm-hmm. Uh I get picked up by this old woman taxi driver. She's driving in a Mercedes E320 taxi. Classic. Right in Europe you get these sick cars nice taxis, that are taxis. Yeah. And we're very late for the flight. <coughs> it's a Ryanair flight, so it's like general admission boarding. There's mm-hmm. you know you've no they're not going to wait for you. You can't
1: There's, check you like you have to fucking yeah. check your carry-on.
0: She goes 130 miles an hour on the Audubon mm-hmm. to get me to the airport, which is normal 10. for everybody we who's are, listening flying by the way keep in mind i'm now wearing the same clothes that i've been wearing for two days basically same boat shoes i used to wear Gross, leather dude. boat shoes that with no socks I've, I've been eating you know bratwurst and beer Ugh. for three days Gross. i get i make the flight barely and i've sprinted through security i've sprinted to the, the gate the last person on the plane I get on the plane. Obviously, it's, as I said, general admission boarding. <clears throat> it's like EasyJet, Ryanair, these budget airlines in Europe. There's no seat assignment. The only seat left is in the back row next to the bathroom, sandwiched between these two very overweight women, mm. and I, but, they're, but they're heavily perfumed. Mm. I'll never forget it. I love that. They're they're just. I love yeah. heavy perfume, dude. Yeah, but the 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 smells did not complement one another. Oh, uh, okay. They created this sort of vortex
1: versus battle of fucking perfume. Exactly. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm the MC, being like, "All right, kiss. round two. What do you got?" Hilarious. I sit down between them. There's no space. There's no leg room. I'm sweating from having sprinted. I'm sweating out all the toxins of the last 48, 72 <laughs> oh, hours, whatever. God. Uh, I I pass out and we take off i don't know at what point in the flight the woman wakes me up but she shakes me awake and she goes i'm sorry but do you have a towel or something because you smell very very bad
1: oh my god oh my god and i was
0: like oh my god i don't know what to do or say I go I get my a a clean shirt out of my carry-on or you know the a cleaner shirt. Oh my god. Dude. And I go into the bathroom and change and I'm like What does she
1: mean a towel? What were you gonna do with a towel?
0: I was sweating oh. in my sleep. Oh I mean no. there was no air flow. Dude. And I'm by the way, I'm super nauseous too. You everything I can terrible. do not to to throw up. This oh is, is like god, one god. of those hellish terrible. Hellish flights where you, you you convert from being drunk to hungover mid-flight.
1: And like yeah, as if you're not, your mouth isn't dried up enough from being 30,000 feet. Now you're hungover. Yeah, Dude, that's they're not horrible. serving
0: water, tea. There's nothing. There's I no. Nothing. So we, we, we have a late, by the way, we, we connect in Zurich in Switzerland on the way back to Nice. I get off the plane. I run to the men's bathroom. I will never forget this. I threw up in the bathroom and there was blood in my vomit. That's terrifying. And this is why I'm like, I'll never go back to Oktoberfest.
1: Yeah. I mean, bro, you were also what, twenty three?
0: Not even. Twenty one.
1: Dude. Yeah. You'd be able to handle it. Now.
0: You handle it. But you have PTSD, I guess. But it. you have PTSD. I got it. That's something you can only do at that age. Dude, totally. Um, so yeah, that was my experience at Oktoberfest. That's when <laughs> I was told you smell very bad dude, by a total stranger.
1: Dude. Savage. Yeah. Um, Well, dude, (laughs) oops, the motherfucking podcast, baby.
0: That's it. Yeah. Another wild ride. Long, rambling journey into the past there. I omitted a few details from that story uh, that are kind of offensive, but you know for another time for sure
1: you may have i think you may have covered you covered like a different angle of that story one like, well
0: i almost got arrested for throwing trying to yeah. steal the steins which we were I think throwing you, over you, the you have told that story i have told that and story it was,
1: what's the episode called again it's the episode with Graham k where we talk about european yeah trips that was actually a, like, one of our best episodes that we didn't expect to be so good. yeah it's way back there don't give that you a find, it. find uh, the Graham k
0: episode
1: Graham k episode you got anything coming up
0: uh albany and hartford connecticut i think it's october 19th and 20th uh tickets for that on dot com.
1: very cool uh, i'm gonna have some stuff coming up and i also am doing a really cool show for the new york comedy festival that is uh taking shape uh so once the details are ironed out i'll let you guys know about that oh, cool. come. it's gonna be dope yeah nice so
0: Hell yeah. Oops the podcast. Chris, anything? That's episode thirty two if you want to go listen to it. Got it. Thank you, Chris. Okay. Awesome. Thank you guys. We'll see you on Thursday. Bye.